Hello and Merry Christmas. Welcome to a very special online service. Today's service will consist of lessons and carols with a very special message just for today. We are so glad you're joining us. We also want to remind you that each week we're here with an online service that you can experience no matter where you are. Whether you're home or traveling, this provides a simple way for you to stay connected. Once again, Merry Christmas. We are so glad that you're here. Now let's listen to Sheila as she shares the Christmas story. And now we read from Isaiah chapter 9, verses 2 through 7. The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. For those who live in a land of deep darkness, a light will shine. You will enlarge the nation of Israel, and its people will rejoice. They will rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, and like warriors dividing the plunder. For you will break the yoke of their slavery and lift the heavy burden from their shoulders. You will break the oppressor's rod, just as you did when you destroyed the army of Midian. The boots of the warrior and the uniforms bloodstained by war will all be burned, They will be fuel for the fire. For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His government and its peace will never end. He will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor David for all eternity. The passionate commitment of the Lord of Heaven's armies will make this happen. Come, thou long-expected Jesus, born to set thy people free. From our fears and sins release us, let us find our destiny. And Israel's strength and consolation, hope of all the earth, thou art desire of every nation, joy of every longing heart. Joy to those who long to see the day spring from on high appear and come thy promise round of Jesse of thy birth we long to hear and told the the angels singing news that tidings of a birth and go to him your faith is bringing Christ the Lord has come to earth. 
to deliver for a child and yet a king and born to reign in us forever now thy gracious kingdom to thy glorious truth. Oh, the joy of every longing heart is Christ the Lord has come to Reading from Micah, chapter 5, verses 2 through 5. But you, O Bethlehem Ephrathah, are only a small village among all the people of Judah. Yet a ruler of Israel, whose origins are in the distant past, will come from you on my behalf. The people of Israel will be abandoned to their enemies until the woman in labor gives birth. Then at last his fellow countrymen will return from exile to their own land. And he will stand to lead his flock with the Lord's strength in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. Then his people will live there undisturbed, for he will be highly honored around the world, and he will be the source of peace. Oh, little town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie. Above thy deep and dreamless sleep The silent stars go by Yet in the dark streets shineth The everlasting light Hopes and fears of all the years Are met in thee tonight For Christ is born of Mary And gathered all above All mortals sleep, the angels keep Their watch of wandering love All morning stars together Proclaim the holy birth And praises sing to God the King and peace to all on earth. O holy child of Bethlehem, descend to us, we pray. Cast out our sin and enter in, be born in us we hear the Christmas angels, the great glad tidings tell. Oh, come to us, abide with us, our Lord Emmanuel. Oh, come to us, abide with us, our Lord Emmanuel. 
From the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through the prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took Mary as his wife. But he did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born, and Joseph named him Jesus. Glory to the newborn King, peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. Joyful all ye nations rise, join the triumph of the skies, with angelic hosts proclaim, Christ is born in Bethlehem. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King. Christ by highest heaven adored, Christ the everlasting Lord, made in time behold in calm, offspring of the virgin's womb, filled in lush and God at sea, hail incarnate deity, pleased with us in verse to twelve, Jesus our Emmanuel, hark the herald angels sing, glory to
From the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 22 through 38. Then it was time for their purification offering, as required by the law of Moses after the birth of a child. So his parents took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. The law of the Lord says, If a woman's first child is a boy, he must be dedicated to the Lord. So they offered the sacrifice required in the law of the Lord either a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. At that time, there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon. He was righteous and devout and was eagerly waiting for the Messiah to come and rescue Israel. The Holy Spirit was upon him and had revealed to him that he would not die until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. That day, the Spirit led him to the temple. So when Mary and Joseph came to present the baby Jesus to the Lord, as the law required, Simeon was there. He took the child in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, now let your servant die in peace. As you have promised, I have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all people. He is a light to reveal God to the nations, and he is the glory of your people, Israel. Jesus' parents were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them, and he said to Mary, the baby's mother, This child is destined to cause many in Israel to fall, and many others to rise. He has been sent as a sign from God, but many will oppose him. As a result, the deepest thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your very soul. Anna, a prophet, was also there in the temple. She was the daughter of Phanuel from the tribe of Asher, and she was very old. Her husband died when they had been married only seven years. Then she lived as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but stayed there day and night, worshiping God with fasting and prayer. She came along just as Simeon was talking with Mary and Joseph, and she began praising God. She talked about the child to everyone who had been waiting expectantly for God to rescue Jerusalem. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare Him. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and to the world the Savior is. Let men their songs employ while fields and floods rocks, hills and lakes repeat the sound in joy repeat the sound in joy repeat repeat the sound 
From the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 41 through 52. Every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the Passover festival. When Jesus was 12 years old, they attended the festival as usual. After the celebration was over, they started home to Nazareth, but Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents didn't miss him at first because they assumed he was among the other travelers. But when he didn't show up that evening, they started looking for him among their relatives and friends. When they couldn't find him, they went back to Jerusalem to search for him there. Three days later, they finally found him in the temple, sitting among the religious teachers, listening to them and asking questions. All who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. His parents didn't know what to think. Son, his mother said to him, why have you done this to us? Your father and I have been frantic, searching for you everywhere. But why did you need to search, he asked. Didn't you know that I must be in my father's house? But they didn't understand what he meant. Then he returned to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. And his mother stored all these things in her heart. Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and all the people. O come, all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. O come, O come, ye to Bethlehem. Come and be King of angels, oh come let us adore Him, oh come let us adore Him, oh come let us adore Him, Christ the Lord. And sing choirs of angels sing in exultation sing all ye citizens of heaven glory to God glory in the highest oh come let us adore Oh, come, let us adore Him. Oh, come, let us adore Him, Christ alone. 
Yes, Lord, we greet for this happy morning, Jesus, to Thee Your glory, Word of the Father, now in flesh appear. Oh, come. Happy Christmas. It's a joy to have you joining us today to worship. And today, whether it's on Christmas Day or some other time, we're so glad that we can be gathered together to worship the birth of Christ. I hope and pray that on this day and the days that follow, that you, as, as you're gathered with others, you would have a superb time with some people who are dear to you in your life, family and friends. In your gatherings and celebrations, I pray that there would be much delight that you would be able to enter into a place of wonder and worship. I pray that even if your day isn't going as you had hoped, because Christmas calls us to wonder and to ponder and to see with fresh eyes and a fresh heart what God is doing, that you would come into a place of, of being open and alive, and that you might see God doing a work in your world and in, and in your lives. Um, the text that we've heard read for us today, the text that interspersed the songs of Christmas, take us on a journey from God making promises to God fulfilling promises. And they conclude with that sense of wonder and storing up and the worship and faith that Mary brings and, and exhibits before us. Luke ends his introduction of Jesus by telling us of, of Jesus' mother Mary and how she stored up all these things in her heart. All these things. What does Luke mean by saying all of these things? It could be that the events he's talking about are those immediately right before this, of where Mary, Joseph, and Jesus had been to Jerusalem when Jesus was 12 years old, and how inspired Mary must have felt to hear others say, the religious scholars say about Jesus, that he is bright, he's smart, he's so intelligent, he's so in tune with God. Or maybe she's just wondering at Jesus' comment that I had to be in my father's house. But I think it's more than just that moment in time. I think Luke, because Luke weds all this together, Luke is saying that Mary is taking it all in. She's pondering and she's amazed at the big picture that God has been unfolding in her life. There's the, the picture of the angel approaching her and saying she's about to, to bear a child who will be the salvation, who will bring salvation for his people, or how the angel came to Joseph or how they took a trip to Bethlehem, or after the birth of the child, suddenly shepherds showed up and they talked about angels appearing to them and about how when they went into the temple, they were met by Simeon and Anna and some old saints rejoiced and spoke words of such profound meaning. And, and at a time when Mary lived in that place, from generation to generation, they passed down the stories of old. And Mary, most likely, is not just pondering the events of her own life, the, the days when she be, 
She began to think about what it was like to be pregnant or hold this child or raise this boy. But those stories from old that the prophets talked about, about people walking in darkness and they would see a great light. Or out of Bethlehem, there was a promise that the Lord would call one who would be a shepherd like David to lead his people. Or how when this one who came forth, he would set the oppressed free and sinners would find forgiveness. How ultimately one of the things that the angel said, one of the promises that of God that runs throughout the history of God's people is that God would be with us. Through much of Mary's story, God has made promises. And maybe she hasn't been able to connect all the dots, or maybe she has, but as she wonders, as she wonders, as Luke tells us, and she stores up all these things in her heart, she beholds God keeping promises through the person of Jesus, her own son. How in the world do you even begin to imagine that? But she beholds, and she wonders, and she stores. These are profound acts of worship and expressing a living faith. Teresa of Avila, one of, the, one of the saints of old, is quoted as saying, there have been two words that God spoke to me that changed my life. It was this, enjoy me. When the angel first approached Mary, she had no idea what kind of ride she would be on. When, she said, when the angel said, you will bear a child and he will save his people from their sins. She simply in that moment, she said, yes. And the train of wonder, joy, hope, uh, and enjoyment of God was off and running. God's promises, the promises that were made to her and others who waited for a very long time, they came to fruition in her own life. They were happening all around her. And she found a place to ponder, to worship, to store up these treasures in her own heart. Today, some of us, some of us in the midst of all the festivities, we need to find a quiet place, a place where we can ponder and wonder and worship and have a renewed sense of faith. Because we too, we have some of those same stories like Mary does. We need to recount how God has been with us, how God has set us free, how God has been a light in our own darkness, how God has healed us. We need to marvel and wonder and treasure and rejoice and enjoy Him. And some of us, we also need to find a quiet place, a place to wonder and to hear afresh, maybe for the first time, the reality that God makes some promises to us. Because some of us are lonely, and we need to hear that God promises to be with us. Some of us are lost, and Jesus, we need to hear, is ready to be our shepherd. Some of us are weighed down with guilt and shame, and the baby boy child who was sent to us, comes alongside of us and he says, I want you to live a free life. And I want you to know what forgiveness and reconciliation looks like. And some of us, we just need healing. And we need to hear the Holy Spirit say, I'm at work within you. Come and enjoy me. Friends, on this day, as you gather to celebrate, to give thanks and to feast and to just imagine all that is taking place in the world. I hope and pray that you turn your attention to the child, baby Jesus, born for us, born so that we might know that God is with us, that we might 
enjoy him. Would you pray with me today? Kind Father, thank you for the gift of your son who draws us into this day and this season of great celebration, who reminds us that you are with us. Help us this day to be renewed in faith and wonder at your love for all the world. Give us faith, hope, and love to forgive those who offend us, to love as you've loved us, and to rejoice in all circumstances. Send your spirit that in truth and grace we might enjoy you, trust you, rest in you, In Christ's name, amen. Thanks, friends, for joining us in worship. May you have a happy, happy, happy Christmas. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us on this Christmas Day. Just a reminder, next week on January 1st, we'll have one service in person and online, both at 10 a.m. Online, you can always watch us at schweitzer.live. Then on January 8th, we'll be back with our regular service times at 9 and 10.30. And on that day, we'll be kicking off a new sermon series on Genesis called Why the World is the Way It Is. This will be a great way to start the new year. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you all. Thank you.